Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. Please adjust your settings if they are fuzzy by using the controls above or below and use advanced or higher quality to set your picture just right if it's not streaming properly. Today I am continuing with what I spoke about in the last video. So I said yesterday in the video that I made that the Lord often gives me little pieces, many little pieces throughout the days, throughout the weeks, but because these are just small observations, very important things that he is saying to me on a personal level, and sometimes on a level that eventually has to come out prophetically to everyone, I gather these things and I, I simply put them into notes. And then when I have enough notes, I'm able to bring them out. And so yesterday I made a video talking about the harm that causes harm, things that the Lord was revealing about that. Today I will be in the political space. I will be, I will be taking a look back at important prophecies that the Lord has brought to me that support what I will be talking today. And today I will be talking about a coup in America. If you are new to the master's voice and you have never heard this before, there is an entire list of um, political prophecies. I think about six of them. The, mo the most gripping, I think, and difficult of them would be the one entitled No More Grace. And the Lord gave me that prophecy I think on November the 3rd, as America went to the polls. But then because you know that we had such a different type of election last year in 2020, today is November 30th, by the way, YouTube is no longer putting the dates on these messages. So I will try to remember the dates. Because we had such a different type of election last year, there was a very long period, I think almost of seven or eight days, almost up to November 12th, I think, before the results were uh, finally published. And during that time, the Lord was speaking to me something very different, something very difficult to hear and showing it and confirming it through visions and through dreams that despite the fact that you would see a ballot that said candidates are Joseph Biden and Donald Trump, the Lord said that there was another person on the ticket. And in that, in fact, when Biden would win, she would be the president. So those words can be found in the prophetic message called a cockatrice will pursue them. I'm going to link all these videos in the description box below. So please always make a habit before you actually start the video of checking the description box just for just for that little blurb that lets you know what the message is about and also so that you remember that there are links down there that you need to click so that you can go back to the blog and read the prophecies. I strongly suggest that if you get into the habit of just reading a few of these prophecies per day, as opposed to constantly watching videos, you will soon develop a very robust understanding, brick by brick, so to speak, line by line, precept upon precept of what the Lord has been saying through this ministry, not for the three years I've been visible, but actually since the year 2012, which is when the Lord first started to talk to me about the end times, the final days, and the greatest weight of prophecy that I have received by far concerns the nation of the United States, her times, her seasons, what is coming to her, how she has been judged by the Lord 
on a permanent basis for sin. If you come to the master's voice and you do not understand the fundamental premise of why I am here, which is to read out the prophetic judgments, the prophetic warnings, the prophetic revelations, and the prophetic punishments of what is coming to this nation, the nation that calls itself one nation under God, when actually it is a very divided nation under false gods, you will not understand the mandate and the calling of my life and why I am here on this channel. I am not on this channel to cater to personal feelings or personal beliefs and especially doctrinal error. I am not here for that. I am not here to soothe anyone's cognitive bias. I am not here to make anyone feel, oh, this confirms something, or I don't believe this because I don't see where to fit this in my catalog of my personal Christian beliefs. The word of the Lord will come forth on this channel as the Lord has given it to me. And after that, please understand, for I have said many times on camera and in writing that the standard for the Lord Jesus Christ on this prophetic platform is Ezekiel 33. What does Ezekiel 33 says? Basically, it says, Son of man, I have appointed you to be a watchman for this people. Therefore, when you see the sword coming, when you see the Nephilim coming, when you see the escalating prices coming, when you see the war with Russia and China coming, when you see the genetic experiments coming, when you see the criminal activity that takes place in underground caverns that leaves children and adults sexually molested and then murdered, sound the alarm. And if a man hear this alarm and he repents of his sin, he will not die when the sword comes. But if any man should hear you raise the alarm and he should not take heed, his blood will be upon him. I've made it clear that no one's blood will be upon me. I will continue sounding the alarm until the very moment that the Lord tells me to turn this camera off and go and do something else. And so without further ado, there are quite a few things to say today. The prophecy today, I will simply title it, A Coup in America. The Lord has given me, pardon me, a particular section of scripture to read, to discuss it. It's very short. It's four difficult verses. Jeremiah 17. The sin of Judah is written with a pen of iron and with the point of a diamond. It is graven upon the table of their heart and upon the horns of your altars, while their children remember their altars and their groves by the green trees upon the high hills. O oh, my mountain in the field, I will give your substance and all your treasures over to spoil and your high places for sin throughout all your borders. And you, even yourself, shall discontinue from your heritage that I gave you and I will cause you to serve your enemies in the land which you know not. For you have kindled a fire in my anger, which shall burn forever. So this scripture is what the Lord woke me up with this morning. The early morning is a very good time to hear the Heavenly Father. It would be such a blessing if I could rise with easier things, but we will go into it. The sin of the nation of America has been written with a pen of iron and engraved with the point of a diamond. I received a prophecy about this 
I think it would be, yes, it's May 24th, 2020, and it's called the Iron Decree. What does it mean to have your sin engraved with an iron pen inscribed upon the table of your heart, like with the tip of a diamond, with a tip of a diamond? The Lord is saying that America's sin has been written in such a way that it will never be erased. So there's a lot of people that come to this prophetic platform and they are full of what I would just call understandable hope, natural hope. This is what the people in Nineveh experienced when Jonah showed up with those heavy, bitter, and very difficult prophecies. They were like, oh, you know, um, what can we do? And they immediately fell into repentance. And we also see this in the book of Acts chapter two, after Peter preached that stirring sermon that stabbed the Jews in their heart when he told them that it was you and it was your fathers who sacrificed the Christ who murdered him, essentially. They did not try to defend themselves. And you see, this is where America misses the mark. These prophecies come, and when I come to check the blog and just curate all the stuff that people have written in the comments after you know a couple of days, when I finally get time to come back and check, and I see a lot of self-defense, which is, I suppose it's a natural human defense, but you need to understand that God is spirit above all. And if you think as we will go into further, if you think that you can approach this Holy Spirit, for God is spirit and he is truth. If you think that you can approach this spirit being with your fleshly behaviors and that you will find acceptance with him, it will not be acceptable. So it may be natural to feel that you want to defend yourself, but the Lord is not actually looking for those who would defend themselves, but like those who would be intercessors like Daniel in Daniel chapter nine. The sins that carried Israel into captivity in Daniel chapter nine were very probably not Daniel's sins because Daniel went into captivity as a little kid. He went into captivity as a young boy and he had to be trained up for many years in the Babylonian system because before he was even fit to be hired along with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, his friends, or at least his contemporaries at that time. But when Daniel, as an old man, realized that the time of their prophetic punishment was up, he didn't stand up and say, God, our father's sins are done with. Let us go home. This man stood up and he prayed what I call a true intercessor's prayer. He said, Lord, to me and to my father's house, to us and to our fathers, belongs shame of face, meaning that we are ashamed before you as we recall why we are in this situation. But how many in the United States actually meet that standard in Daniel chapter nine, where they will stand and say, I just heard of abortions. I'm a man, I've never had an abortion, but maybe one of my friends out there has paid for his girlfriend's abortion. Or maybe when I was in college or high school, I had a buddy who paid for um, his girlfriend's abortion. And I knew about it because he was bragging about it later. And I just thought, you know, well, he did the smart thing. He didn't ruin his future. How many go into the prayer closet and stand as an intercessor before God and say unto me and my house, me and my father's house and our father's fathers in this nation belongs the sin of slavery, belongs the sin of all the things God that you have said that we are guilty for. How many carry this parent genome in them? 
that see America as their child and not even so much the nation because God has said in many of these prophecies that it is worthless trying to make atonement for this nation because he will not forgive her sin. And this is what the first verse is saying. The sin is written with an iron pen. It is inscribed with a diamond tip, meaning that he will never take it away. And then he says, I have written it on the table of their heart. Do you know what that means? That means that when the people of this nation stand before the Lord as one man, the sin of this nation will be resting upon the heart. And the only thing that can take it away is the sovereign and the covering blood of the lamb. America will be accused as one man, accused as one nation. And only those who have cleansed themselves from her filth, from the abominations of mystery Babylon and refuse to drink from her cup of sin. God will look upon the tables of their heart and he will see the covering blood. But every other person, and I'm talking about children too, just for those who think that God would judge other people in the Bible and bring the judgment upon the mothers and the fathers and the nursing infants. But in America, he will suddenly realize, oh, I'm not going to do it how I did it before. Let's leave the children out. The children will not be left out. I have many, many words concerning children about how the Lord says that children in America are utterly sinful. They are corrupted from a very young age. He says that they love things that adults fear to love and that their hearts are darkened because they are not being brought up in the knowledge and the love of Christ. It's partially the fault of the parents, but also because I'm sorry to tell you this, there is great spiritual aberration growing up in many of the youth of this nation. And that is why you have the youth culture out there that you have today. The Lord says that the sin is written like a diamond. It is put upon the heart of every man. But hear this, it is also written upon the horns of your altars. The horns of the altar traditionally are a place that you can run to for mercy in the history of Israel. So if you committed a sin and you ran into the sanctuary and you took hold of the horn of the altar, if you ran into the temple and you took hold of the horns of the altar, it was recognized as a cry for mercy and God would show mercy, or at least the state was called upon. The state or the elders like Joshua and Moses and them, they were called upon to show mercy when the horns of the altar were grasped. What does it mean for a nation when the Lord says that the sin is even written upon the horns of the altar? It's literally telling you that even in the place where you could cry out and seek mercy, the sin will find you there. The sin will be waiting to accuse you in the one place that you can stay safe. It says their children remember the altars and their groves by the green trees on the high hills. And so the high hills in those days were an alternate place where you could go and offer your sacrifice. But here's the thing. It was not the prescribed place to make an offering to the Lord. You were either supposed to go to Shiloh or you were supposed to go later in the history to Jerusalem, to the city of David. So if you tried to make an altar to the Lord thinking, oh, it's such a far journey, or there are too many people that crowd the temple at Passover, I'll just offer to God right here by my house at the local offering place. Guess what? It was a profane offering, rejected. It didn't matter if you took 20 or 200 bulls. The entire thing was a filthy abomination before the Lord and your sin was still upon you. There are so many in this nation and around the world 
if you are watching this video from anywhere in the world, you can learn from the things that I'm sharing with you here from the heart of the Lord. There are so many people that offer profane worship to God. They think that the way they want to worship God is acceptable. So they think that the things they feel led in their hearts to do is exactly the thing that God wants. But I will tell you that what God wants is obedience because obedience is better than sacrifice. What God wants is people who look into the perfect law of God and allow the law to become a mirror upon their face. Do you know that the Holy Spirit is not looking for your countenance, but is looking to see the countenance of the Christ being developed in you day by day? Do you know that God is less interested in what you think the Bible means and more interested in knowing that you understand what the Bible actually means? Do you know that if you have pet beliefs and pet doctrines that actually are contrary to scripture and you continue to cling to them because you want to stay safe and warm under their wings and yet the Bible is saying something very much different and you will not receive correction nor teaching nor rebuke nor exhortation nor even a helpful recommendation that you might want to look into your belief systems and change them to line up with scripture word for word. Do you know that you will be judged by these things? Do you know that, oh God, I wasn't sure if she was telling the truth is not an acceptable excuse, especially when the Lord has anointed and appointed people in this late hour. I'm not saying that all these things are tomorrow, but as you will hear from the prophecies that I will read out, it is best to live sober in these hours. Do you know that when you stand before the Lord, celestial, nor any of the Lord's messengers who died, giving the United States this same message before I was born. Do you know that none of us will appear as backup to either support or accuse you? Do you know who the judge will be on that day? This Bible, we will be judged by this word. And so your knowledge, love, and grasping of this word is actually the only sacrifice that the Lord will be willing to accept. My mountain in the field, I will give all your substance and all your treasures to the spoil and I will make your high places as sin throughout all your borders. So God says that the day will come when all the false and the fake worship, all the fake prophecy, all the self-appointed prophets who are not actually bringing any true word of the Lord, because as he constantly says to me, and I have not yet released that prophecy because it is a very hectic one. I've been keeping it for almost a year. When he comes to judge these things, do we understand that the high places, the false houses of worship, the false pastors, the lying prophets will be accounted as sin, both unto themselves individually and then to the nation as a whole? If you are a person out there who is bringing false words and false comfort to God's people, do you know what it is for the Lord to bring sin, which is a weight that carries the soul into hell and rest it in your bosom? with a diamond pen so that it cannot be removed, so that it is inscribed on your heart. You did this. You lied. You misled them. You led them into perdition. And the sheep out there should not think that they will be innocent either because it will be inscribed on your heart. You loved falsehood. You ate lies. You loved sugar and you sought after it constantly to reaffirm your confirmation bias of what you thought I was saying. Unto the shepherd, sin 
but unto the deceived also. And I'm speaking about even those who have been deceived by the harm. Also, sin. I will take all your treasures and, your, and give it away as spoil. Russia, China, the prophecy is here. The center will not hold. The Lord revealed to me that there are secret underground chambers, private rooms in the mansions and private rooms in places that we don't even know about where there is exquisite treasures that he says America has stolen from all around the world. He says that it will be the Russians who bring those private collections out for they will leave no stone unturned in this country. I said that the Lord has revealed to me that even the rivets, the metal bolts that hold the buildings of America together, Russia will take them out. China will take them out and take that steel and that iron away for remelting, resmelting, whatever it is called. Throughout the borders of the country, this will happen. I've spoken of how Russia and China will come to this country and there will not even be time for the West Coast to warn the East Coast or for the East Coast to say, West Coast, we've been attacked, save yourself. Like a pincer, like the claw of a crab, those two nations will hit both sides of this country at the same time. I think in the prophecy, heart attack, I saw them coming down from the sky in innumerable parachutes, falling like raindrops into the country. I saw the ships pull up into these harbors out of icy seas. The sea was so cold, the beach was so cold, and yet see these people, both coming out from the water. I think they were coming out of submarines. So I saw divers coming out from the water, but I also saw ships grounding. <laughs> upon the gravel of the beach. And I was standing right there looking at these massive war carrier ships. I saw a person who woke up in the morning as was their habit to make breakfast and they start their day with a glass of orange juice and they were pouring this orange juice and put the TV on expecting to see American news and saw Russian military personnel making announcements in Russian, either with subtitles or just speaking Russian, because when they take over the communication systems and everything else, what are you going to do? Force them to translate. The Lord says that people in America will learn Russian at the expense of their lives. And you, even yourself, shall discontinue from your heritage that I gave you, and I will cause you to serve your enemies in the land which you do not know. For you have stirred and kindled a fire of my anger, which shall burn forever." I hope that we can hear those words, which shall burn forever. That is the answer to everyone who says, but God is merciful, but God can change his mind. The Lord said that he will never change his mind concerning the judgment that is coming to this nation. So when you hear God say never, that means that you have to adjust your expectations. That means that if you are one who loves life, what you will do is you will realize that this is your save myself, save my family, and save as many as will listen. I've often had dreams of myself running through the streets of America proclaiming the word of God. And I just see people carrying on with their daily life. I even had a dream where I was like a small child. I was so short. I was in a white robe 
And there was extreme wickedness that was taking place in the earth at that time. There was a spirit that was causing man to be absolutely lawless. And almost every person I saw was wearing a black robe, but I was wearing a white robe and I ran among the people screaming, the Nephilim are coming, the mighty men, the men who carry fallen DNA, the giants are coming. I was grabbing people's hands and shaking them because they were very much taller than me. And why were they taller than me? The spirit of wickedness was causing people to grow like cedar trees. When I woke up, I had to ask the Lord, what is this? And he says, as wickedness from the spirit realm increases, wickedness in the people will respond to the spiritual wickedness and they will grow and increase in wickedness. But those who remain untouched by this demonic power that will be loose in the end will stay just the same. As small as the little children that I said will enter into my kingdom. Nobody paid attention to me. I saw in my dreams that America went into terrible economic distress. Terrible, terrible. I'm talking about not being able to feed your kids. The Lord says that hunger will be one of the punishments here, that America will need foreign aid. Does this sound like something that could happen in a nation that boasts about how much it produces? In a nation that we now know is deliberately destroying food? Does this sound possible? And yet hunger in the belly until I heard the wail of hunger. It is possible to be so hungry that you sob. Isn't this the country that made UNICEF ads? For just $1 a day, you can feed someone in Thailand. For just five cents a day, you can feed 40 African children. Isn't this what America believes? It's not possible to even feed one African child on 40 cents a day. And yet this fallacy has been widely embraced and believed here for decades. Spain brought food here. Spain brought ships with blankets and food and medicine here. They parked right in the New York Harbor and God showed me in the spirit that they were taking off blankets and medication and food for this country. That's how hungry it became here. And yet the people who truly belong to God, and whenever I say truly belong to God, I need you to listen and ask yourself, not what is celestial saying, what is a true Christian? The Bible tells you what a true Christian is. And if you are not under that umbrella, every single word that I am saying will come down like bricks upon your life unless you repent. Repentance doesn't mean rolling around on the floor and making this loud and very false noise that the Lord revealed in the prophecy, hovercrafts and abominable weapons of war. In that prophecy, I saw that America did what she thought was repenting, which was a mixture of complaining and why is God doing this to us? And I thought God was a loving God and why is he so cruel? And anyway, I'm not guilty of the perversion and the same sex attraction and I never had an abortion and I haven't voted in 10 years. So I'm not part of why the government is so evil. I saw it. And God became so hardened against this country because of the hardness of the hearts if you wonder why the Lord says that he will write on the hearts with a diamond, it is because you need a diamond to write on a surface as hard as a diamond. 
This is the word that the Lord has anointed and called me to bring. That he will discontinue Americans from the heritage that he gave them, which is that he will cause them to no longer dwell in their land. He will scatter them in several ways. Some people have already run away, but he will also cause a great majority of people. I will read, I will cause you to serve your enemies in a land that you do not know. People will be taken captive here and carried away on boats as slaves. I have pondered for over a year why in an era of more modern transport, such as planes and other things like that, why would Russia and China choose to use boats? But I guess I needn't have thought about it that long because it is a kind of macabre twist on what this nation is known for. The blood it has shed of the Native Americans and the African Americans in bringing people here as chattel in ships. This is exactly how I saw Russia and China take naked people away. And they did not come back to this country. I will cause you to discontinue from your heritage. You will never come back here to the land that I give you. And you will go into servitude to your enemies. If anyone thinks that a single word that I've spoken in the Russia and China series will not come to pass, may the Lord help that person. And so, since I spoke about a coup at the beginning of this message, I will now go into what the Lord spoke concerning the government of the United States in the future. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and the political intrigues that will take place in the government of the U.S., and so I received this word on November 29, and I will simply call this word a coup in America. There will be a coup in the United States, an illegal transfer of power, an insurrection from within. And after that, Joe Biden will be out of the government and Kamala Harris will be in charge. So this prophecy is not new in that it is reflected in multiple prophecies on the blog um, concerning the pairing of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I think there is the brick, the brick breaker game. There is um, an, a broken rule of law. Please note these prophecies so that you can go and look at them for yourself. It's always good to read. As you read, you will absorb. As you, are un as you absorb, you will understand. As you understand, you will be moved to pray. Brick breaker game. In that prophecy, I saw Kamala Harris standing up as huge as Godzilla. Um, the Lord was showing her, I guess, here in New York City, or it might be in Washington, D.C. I can't know that. All I know is that I saw a skyline and I saw this woman as huge as Godzilla, and she had a mallet, which is a very big hammer with blunt ends made of wood. She had a mallet in her hands, and she was swinging indiscriminately between the buildings and she smashed up all the buildings of this country she smashed them up it looked just like super mario game um super mario brothers or a video game every time she connected with the building the building exploded like toy bricks and fell down and she was laughing and laughing as she did this 
And then there is the prophecy, a cockatrice will pursue them. And in that prophecy, I think the Lord said that America will be taken by surprise. She will suffer an internal coup. So what we know of coups is we're used to seeing people in balaclavas and holding uh, automatic weapons, running up on the place where the president lives and taking control of his home and taking control of the of the uh, the radio stations and taking control of the main transport lines and taking control of, you know, the TV stations and then coming out and saying, this is your new government, you know, there is a coup, the president is dead, we killed him, and this and that. And that is how uh, stylized coups happen. But here in America, especially because this is 21st century, and this is one of the most modern nations in the world, uh, we have to understand that the people who are behind this would not be so uncouth as to run up in public with guns and start saying, we're taking over the Capitol. No, this coup has been prepared for more than 50 years, more than 60 years, in redacted information revealed um, there is a particular president who lost his life for daring to speak out against the architects of this coup. The NW, you know what, we'll call it the NOW, and you simply move that around for understanding. He spoke out against them, and he was quickly taken care of. The Lord actually revealed the two people who were involved in his death. If you read the prophecy redacted information revealed, you will find out the host of things that happen here in the United States while people go to work and while people pick up their children from school. And so Kamala Harris will be president of this country without any form of election going on. Joe Biden will be removed. At first, when the Lord gave me this prophecy in 2020, he simply said that Mr. Biden would succumb to illness or that they would use illness as the vehicle by which to remove him. And so this is what I wrote because that was the revelation that the Lord gave me at that time. But as time began to go on, God bringing me ever deeper into his counsel I began to get this horrible feeling of death around this man. There are times prophetically when you feel something, you don't know the person, you're not near to the person. It happens to me a lot that I feel things about people that I have not met, sometimes simply by reading their email, sometimes by looking at their picture. I perceive things about them that I cannot know. And this is simply the word of knowledge or the word of, um, yes, it's the word of knowledge that the Lord gives where you can know things. And I began to have this horrible feeling concerning this man about death, which I did not have before. And it was hovering, but the Lord didn't say anything about it. However, today it was very clear. And in fact, it's already written on the blog before. So I will read what the Lord gave yesterday, and then I will add in what I received today. A coup in the United States. The Lord says that we can expect to see rising prices. I just mentioned this. Food will literally, especially the good stuff, the stuff that makes us all feel good, meat, yogurt, and all the fancies, those things will become so steep and so pricey that you will begin to experience what economics calls sticker shock, which is you go to the store uh, this month, you buy what you need for the month, and you take it home, and you go the second month, and you perhaps notice a discrepancy of 5 or $10. So you add that 5 or $10 on, and you buy, and you don't murmur about it too much because you're thinking, well, you know. But then when you go the third month, basically, it's as if the money that got you food in the first month is now cut by 40 or 50%, and you're wondering what's going on here. You start to think that the supermarket are thieves, but actually the supermarket are simply reflect reflecting the pain that they're facing 
when they try to secure goods. And so they're not going to pass on, they're not going to hold that extra cost for themselves. They're definitely going to pass it on to you, the consumer. And they can do this because they know that if you want to eat, you'll buy these things. They can also do that because they know that if you don't buy them, somebody else will. The Lord says that when this woman takes charge, there will be blatant disrespect for civil and constitutional rights. So there is a prophecy concerning Kamala Harris in power. And in that prophecy, I saw her with a very huge felt marker and she was scribbling over the constitution. And a strange thing was happening as she was scribbling over the constitution, the fine and the feathery writing of the constitution was disappearing. And all was that was there is these large blocky scrawls that she was making as she made executive order after executive order. The Lord revealed uh, at least a year ago that America, you can basically give up on thinking that you're going to be governed by the laws that have kept this country more or less on an even keel for the last 400 years. You can literally forget about it. If, if you are someone who holds the view out there, whatever side of the political aisle you're on, I literally, literally am not interested because this is a spiritual channel and I'm speaking from a spiritual stand, standpoint. If you hold the views that civil liberties and constitutional rights are something that are highly prized by the people who have ruled this country for centuries, you would be wrong. The people who cared about running this nation according to the laws that are on the books are all dead. They are dead. Their work their efforts, their legacy have already been erased and co-opted by people who will rule by decree. A decree is a word that comes out of a king's mouth and nobody dares to counter it. A decree is a very rock hard and solid set of instructions that you have to follow or else. So if you do not follow decrees, there's no, I'm going to court, I'm suing, I'm quitting there will be consequences for not following decrees. So the Lord said that there will be an iron fist of government forming in the United States when you see this power shift happening. And as I said, this coup will be extremely slick. It will look like a thing, but it is not a thing. So it will be said that Mr. Biden is no longer physically or medically fit to carry out his duties. But the truth of the matter is that this man will be taken away from the public eye. And the Lord said that they're actually allowing him to malfunction on camera because it's setting the stage for his removal. So if you wonder why these blunders and all these mumbling and this falling and other things that I, I guess they didn't go viral enough for me to know about them. The Lord says that they're letting him visibly deteriorate on camera to foment unrest, which means to upset the people. As, as certain people in the nation watch this stuff happening, obviously they're angry and they're like, he's incompetent and everything. And as other people watch, they're, they're, they're upset in a different way. They're like, well, why don't they get him the help that he needs and everything like that. And so the country is already being primed for unrest. And this is very important because later when this power shift happened, what I saw is that turmoil and pandemonium hit the United States, like twin headaches on both sides of her head. The Lord said that Kamala is already installed in the White House and that they actually spend quite a lot of time familiarizing her with everything that she needs to do as president so that when the moment comes, she can really step into the spotlight without too much of a hitch. But the Lord says no matter what they do, 
this transition will not go smoothly. There will be huge pushback in the United States and upheaval. And you can see that in the prophecy, a cockatrice will pursue them. I saw that when this woman came to power, there was a powerful militant push among the women. So if you just want to come up with a mental picture of female commandos with the thing under their eyes and camouflage and everything just going, yeah, that is what you can look forward to when Kamala Harris comes into power. Some people are calling the Jezebel spirit, whatever it is, all I can tell you is that women in this country will become so ugly that the Lord said men will be persecuted here to a painful degree. So womanhood as envisaged by God has a place. And that place is each woman under the leadership of her husband and just the human race basically helmed by men. If you're feminist and you're going to malfunction, when I say this, may the Lord bless you. I really am not here for likes. I am here for the facts according to God's spiritual truth that has not changed. Understand that the Bible predates feminism. The Bible actually predates all the unbalanced ideas that we have come to love and grasp and enshrine in our societies. So God actually doesn't care what belief systems people want to build societies on. What God cares about is that truth, which underscores all of creation be upheld. And the reason that this country is in such a terrible state is because the truth has been systematically cracked, kicked, split, and broken up into tiny pieces and then scattered like ashes all along the shoreline in a very heartbreaking fashion. The reason that the United States can't stand is because the foundation of truth that men are men and women are women and that children should be children and not be exposed to adult material or adults' hands that can't keep off small children. Those things turn a nation into hell. All the nations that forget God have basically forgotten God's foundational truth. And that is why the Bible says sinners will be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God and so the Lord says, prepare for the political shaking that is coming. Upheaval and drama are coming. It will be like theater, like watching a movie where actors are carefully playing their parts and nothing is real. He said it will be a fake movie drama seen in the halls of power. Joe Biden will be removed. Joe Biden will fall. Kamala Harris will rise. And then she will be in front of the shadow of another person who has never left the White House doesn't need too much thinking to see who that is. There will be intrigues in the halls of power. The Lord called it replacement theory. One political figurehead will be replaced by another political figurehead. When Biden is taken away, you will see the N-O-W bolder and more open than you've ever seen it before. The times for America are finished. In the end, everything she has ever done, all her works and her legacy shall be removed just as she and her leaders will be removed. This excerpt is taken from the prophecy Undone, which I received on July the 3rd, July the 3rd, 2021. And so what the Lord said yesterday is that Mr. Biden will not complete his term. He will be removed and put out of sight. And Manhattan especially will erupt in protests. So the Lord revealed to me that there's actually a very wide section of young people who don't want Kamala Harris to be president at all. 
but then countering them in the streets. So there's going to be a lot of disruption and upset. If we think that these different activists and different um, things that were happening in 2020 were bad, when the feminists and these young people and other groups that are discontented get into the street over this, um, he said that they will clash in the streets and that feminism in America will become very militant. The women will be violent and they will be willing to do things that people do not think women capable of doing. So that is just the warning of the Lord. However, today when I woke up and the Lord was speaking to me about how he will inscribe America's sin with a diamond pen that shall never be removed. And unless a man completely repent and walk in holiness before him, that sin will also be reflected on his heart. Much to many people's surprise when they pass away and stand before the Lord for judgment, you find that you're not standing there, not so much for your own personal sins, but you're standing there simply because you carry the sin of this nation inscribed upon you. The Lord said that Mr. Biden will be done away with, done away with, so that means that his life will be brought to a permanent end. And whenever the Lord gives me these kinds of prophecies, I always say as a caveat that when we hear these things, it is extremely backward to rejoice. So I do not actually care what your politics are because I teach on the master's voice that all the red, white, and blue flag wavers will be so shocked when they get to both heaven and hell and find that those realms are eternal and don't deal in the petty intricacies of human lives, such as I'm this nationality, I'm from this state, I fly this flag and I vote red or blue. Literally, the devil doesn't care about your political affiliation. He will snatch your soul in a second and put you in hell. And the same thing for God. God will snatch his people as from fire and keep them close in his bosom by whatever means he prescribes best to keep them safe. And that includes taking some people home early. There are over six prophecies on the master's voice that is talking about how the Lord will put his sickle in and reap this earth greatly of Christians. And this includes during the beast system. The beast will be given power to put many to death. Many will go home to the Lord the old-fashioned way. And I am talking pre-rapture here for anyone who is confused about what is being said on this channel. Martyrdom will come before the rapture. And this is on the Lord Jesus Christ's authority in multiple prophecies that are on the master's voice. And so it, if, if your focus at this time in life with all that is being said and revealed here over the years now is still to need to tune in every day to get your fix and to know what's going on. I'm not saying be ignorant, but if these things actually control the motor and the rivers of your heart, you are a person in more trouble than you are aware of. Because the Lord said that America's political idols will fall. The red idol will fall. The blue idol will fall. The prophecies on the blog, hovercrafts and abominable weapons of war. The Lord said that America will be silent and in shock as she watches all her political figureheads, her entertainment figureheads, her sports figureheads, every idolized person in this nation go to the place from where there is no return. This is Celestial with a master's voice. The truth of the Lord is going forth here regardless of who likes it or not. I give all honor and glory to the spirit of God that lives in me, that gives revelation of these things. For he says, now I tell you before it come, so that when it come, you will know. 
I am he. Who is that he? The heavenly father, Yah, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has knowledge of these things and reveals them to those his servants so that they can do what? Ezekiel 33, sound the alarm and say that the sword is coming. Take heed, deliver your feet from the net, draw close to the Lord, enter into the ark of salvation, which is still taking applications at this time. Until I see you again, may the Lord bless and keep you. Also, I would like to say thank you to all those who support this ministry. I pray for you always, whether you make a donation to this ministry or not. That's not the primary reason that I'm here. If you ever make a gift to this nation, I ask you to please not make it as goods and services because I am not selling anything here. Simply use the friends and family option on PayPal. I always write that in the description. And um, until I see you again, may the Lord bless you and goodbye.